0: Hey what's up friends Thanks for joining us You're listening to 10 Years War By Undefeated Speaker This podcast features motivation Storytelling and wordplay To give you realistic tools To help you on your life's assignment Remember to follow us At Undefeated Speaker And check out the new album Grandmaster Available on iTunes and Spotify And now The next episode of 10 Years War. Now what we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back time. Go back and remember, I need you to remember, remember. This year for Labor Day weekend, I was in Austin, Texas, just chilling at the hotel pool for hours. That's one of my favorite hobbies. And then that next day, we went to Corpus Christi and spent most of the day at the beach, chilling in the ocean, just having a grand old time. I got back home on that Monday And when I got home, there was water all over the floor coming from my bathroom, coming from the toilet. You missed it. Just that fast, you missed it. Okay, let me slow it down for you. We started off, let me slow it down for you. I'm mature enough to see it now. I didn't get mad or frustrated when I came home and saw that there was water all over the floor. Why? Let me roll it back for you. I was just in Austin at the pool. And then the next day I was at the beach in Corpus Christi. I come home and there's water all over the bathroom floor. Okay, you're still missing it. The water is not the issue. I don't have a problem with water. I don't have a problem with being in water or being around water. The water is not the issue. The water on the bathroom floor was not contained. The water in the pool stays there. The water in the ocean doesn't come back with me to the hotel room. But the water coming from the commode got outside of its container and that was the issue. Not the water, but the containment. Okay, you're still missing it. Come, 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 children, sit down at the table with me. There is nothing wrong with having doubt when you have the right container. Ooh, you got to, you might have to write that down. When you contain it and put it in its place, it has a purpose. Ooh. (laughs) When you contain it and you put it in its place, it has a purpose. Don't let it overflow or get pissed because of the situation you're in. Did that sink in? Wait, overflow, piss, urine, sink? There I go again with my potty mouth. Your fear and doubt and shame need to be contained. Don't take it with you or let it overflow and ruin everything. Can, can I break this down for you again? Even as large as the ocean is, it's beautiful, It's massive, and dare I say the ocean is insurmountable, but I do not take it with me. It has a purpose, but it also has a place. I can be in it, but I never identify as the ocean. (laughs) And that's not my message this morning. But you can, (laughs) come on, that's not my message. That's not my message. But maybe you can be in something and not let it become you. You can struggle with something, but that doesn't mean it needs to become your identity. Ooh. Ooh, that's not the message, but maybe that's the message you needed to hear. Now watch this. The water from the commode doesn't belong on the floor. It serves a purpose in the toilet because of its placement, but if it's on the floor, it causes damage. Where are you placing your doubt and allowing it to rest? Where are you allowing your doubt or fear or shame to sit, soak and sour? The water on the hard floors for a few minutes, it's not going to cause any harm. But if you let it rest there, sit there, soak there, sour there for one day or one week or one year, now you've got an issue. And how long has your doubt been out of its container? Come on. What has it ruined in you? What parts of your life and mind and heart and self-esteem and relationships and career and ambitions and educations, what part has doubt seeped into because of an overflow and ruined in you? You've- You've got can't all over your floor. You've got can't all over your floor. You've got I shouldn't all over your floor. You've got, well, it's probably not going to work out for me, all over your floor. You've got, well, I'm just not good enough, all over your floor, and it's overflowing in the wrong places of your life. You've got to write this down. The doubt is okay, but you can't. The doubt is okay, but you've got to contain it. Don't allow it to rest and fester on your dreams or your self-worth or your relationships or your career aspirations. Clean up and contain it. Ooh. <laughs> clean it up. Tell your neighbor, I got to clean this up. <laughs> I want you to take this message literally. Because if you came in, such as I did, from a great weekend of vacationing, you you were just in the pool, you were just in the ocean, you had a great time, and then you get home and you see water all over your floor coming from the restroom, what would you literally do? I want you to take this message literally. What would you literally do? You walk in, you see the problem, you see that the water does not belong there. You grab towels, paper towels, beach towels, hand towels, bath towels, and you begin to wipe up the water. That's what I did. And after I do that, after you do that, you still have to address the leak. I looked at the toilet and I thought, okay, I see where the problem's coming from. I I, I knew where I thought the, I looked at the toilet and I thought, okay, I, I know where the problem is, but I also knew that I couldn't fix it. Come on. I I see the problem, but I also know that I can't fix it. I called the apartment office, and I spoke to the repair person. Okay, oh man, you guys are missing this. After I did all that I could do, I called someone who could help me out, someone with experience. I called someone with knowledge and know-how and expertise. When problems happen with your doubt and shame and fear, and it's overflowing and overwhelming, who do you call on? Ooh. Who do you call on? Come on. You have to do the first off. You have to do what you can do. It starts with you. I had to put down the towels. You have to put down the towels. You. It starts with you. But after you've done all you can, then who do you call? <laughs> you've got to start first getting on your hands and knees, rolling up your sleeves, doing the work that it takes. And after you've done what you can, you seek help from someone who is a professional, someone who can see a solution when all you could see was the problem. Ooh, come on, who do you call? He tells me, turn off the water. I knew that. I kind of knew that, but I didn't know how to do that. Y'all was turning the the knob left and the right, and it it was making sounds both ways. I didn't know, I I, I, just leave it alone. Leave it alone, because you're gonna mess it up, James. He comes over in 40 minutes. Now, watch this. There's going to be a delay. There's going to be a delay. You called on help, and there's going to be a waiting period. There's going to be a waiting process, but that does not mean it won't get solved. He comes over, he examines and sees the water is coming from a different issue. Mm. Mmm, the water is coming from a different issue. The overflowing water was a symptom, but wasn't the root. The overflowing water, it was, it was happening, but that was just a symptom. It was not the root of the problem. The real issue was a broken part that needed to be replaced. The real issue was a broken part that needed to be replaced. I gotta help you. I gotta help you the same way he helped me. Maybe the anxiety and depression and shame and regret and bitterness is coming from a place that is broken. Some broken part that you could not see, but if you let someone with experience and expertise take a look, they'll find that broken part and help you replace it. Come on, your brokenness, your hurt, your regret from rejection, there's something in you that needed to be replaced. You are not defective. You are not worthless. Your situation is not hopeless. There's just a small part, a broken part in you that needs to be replaced or repaired or removed. Maybe there's just one relationship that you need to get rid of, Mm, mm, mm. Maybe there's just one social media that you need to let go, come on. I'm talking from a real place here. Maybe there's just one addiction that you, <laughs> Maybe there's just one thought you have that about you that you need to let go, right? I didn't get rid of the whole toilet. I didn't get rid of the whole hardwood floors. I didn't let the apartment go. I just, it was one little thing that was a causing a problem for everything. Maybe the same thing is happening to you. Maybe there's just one thing in you that needs to be replaced or repaired or removed, but you are still, oh. you've been telling yourself I'm worthless. You've been telling yourself, I'm stupid. You've been telling yourself, I'm never going to do this, or this is never going to work out. That doubt is spreading everywhere. It's overflowing and it's making you think that everything is a problem, but it's just one thing that needs to be repaired or removed or replaced. On this podcast, I never try to act as if I have all the answers. I never do that because I don't, but I'm telling you from experience, who are you calling to help you with your problems? Ranting on Instagram isn't going to fix it. Texting your ex at 1 a.m. because you feel lonely ain't going to fix it. Come on, binge drinking and eating ain't gonna fix it. Giving up is not gonna help you get up. Ooh, can I, giving up is not going to help you get up. Staying bitter is not gonna help you get better. You have to do some work. I had to put down the towels. I had to get down on my hands and knees and do the work, but I also had to call on someone. I had, who does your help come from? Ooh, (laughs) who does your help come from? Y'all don't want me this morning. You don't want me this morning. Now go, now go back with me, watch this, go back with me. Notice that when the water was there, you opened the door, you got back from a great vacation, the water's everywhere. You didn't just go sit in the water. Come on, come on now. You didn't just, well, I'm just gonna sit in this water. I'm. The water's here already, let me just sit in it. No, you didn't walk past it and go watch TV and do something else. No, you didn't do that. You didn't leave the apartment and say, well, I don't, I I hate this apartment anyway. No, you didn't do that. What did you do? You went to work. You went to work. And I told you all, take this this message literally. There might be a step for you, for some of you, for many of you, if anything, that this is going to take some work. You're going to have to go to work. When you see your doubt or anxiety overflowing outside of the appropriate container, go to work. Watch this. my bro text me saying he's having an anxiety attack. He's having all these feelings, of suicide, and he's just, all these just crazy things. I don't know if I'm the one he should have called. I'm glad he called me, but I don't know if I'm the one he should have called. But watch this, from my experience, with the limited answers that I have, I said, bro, you gotta get to work. What is he saying? I said, first you need to breathe. Well, I just, I don't, I'm, I, 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 I said, yeah, I I, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. All of that is real. All those feelings you're having of negativity, they're real to you, but you've got to get to work, write it down. I said this because I know that he's a singer and he's a he's an amazing, talented artist. And I said, you've got to write these things down, how you're feeling, write it down, do, do them as song lyrics, use them to encourage somebody else because he had already created songs from his darkest times to inspire other people. I said, I'm just replicating what you've already been doing. You're a singer, use your gift. Use your gift. And he just starts writing songs, starts writing lyrics, uplifting people, singing right then and there, using your purpose to override the problem. Okay, let me let me do it differently. Let me do it differently for you, okay. There was this class that I had, And they were just, they were giving me a hard time and I'm trying to reach them. And every day, this whole semester, this is true, this whole semester, I've just been, it's just been a battle and I felt defeated and bothered after it. And I could see the doubt creeping in, James, you're not as good as a teacher as you think you are, it's never going to work out. Maybe you should just, maybe this isn't right for you. All these crazy ideas, you can't reach them. And I said, no, no, I feel these feelings but I need to contain them. I immediately called my sister out of nowhere and I just started encouraging her, started lifting her up. Even my coworker, the next day I started just encouraging, I said, hey, can I talk to you? And I just said, I know that you're making an impact in these students' lives. And she was was shocked, she was, where's this coming from? I said, I just want you to know, keep pushing. I want you to know, just keep pushing and you're making an impact even when you can't see it. You are making a difference in these kids' lives. You are making a difference. And she just, she immediately, (laughs) Thank you. I needed to hear that. When I felt discouraged, I went and encouraged someone else. Do you see, go to work. My friend, the same guy, we was talking about the music. You're feeling all these feelings, write them down and use them to inspire someone else. Go to work, use your gift and go to work. And I felt better in the process of encouraging my sister, and I felt better in the process of encouraging my coworker. I felt better in the process of encouraging him, and he felt better in encouraging others, writing these songs. And for you, okay, maybe it's different. But if you are afraid, go comfort someone else. If you're feeling down, go lift someone else up. Instead of avoiding it, tackle it head on. Tackle the depression head on. Is anxiety, is anxiety coming for you? Nah bro, we coming for anxiety. Come on, you gotta look at it differently. Attack it head on. Tell your anxiety, tell your depression, hey, no, you were out of your container. You were not supposed to be here. You were not allowed in this space or this place. Your bitterness needs to know there are boundaries. Your fear needs to know it needs to stay behind the fence. Come on, contain it. And I'm telling you, when you feel your feelings of doubt or shame or regret or frustration or negativity, whatever it is, do the work and do it immediately. Remember, I immediately went to work. The water was on the floor, I immediately grabbed towels. Uh, lots of towels and I immediately did the work I felt that and I felt that discouragement from the classes and this and that I immediately said okay let me flip this and I'm going to now encourage someone else immediately soon as just overflowing and you immediately do the work you don't look at it you don't stop around and say well I'm just gonna let this negativity overflow why it's not supposed to be there contain it Don't let it rest there for a whole hour or a day or a week. Clean it up and contain it. I'm being literal with you all. Okay, how do I contain it? You have to know where it belongs and keep it there. Pool water in the pool is okay. But pool water on the restroom floor is dangerous. Come on. Someone has to monitor it and come mop it up and dry it up. I mean that's that's literally what has to happen. Okay, watch this. Gas in your gas tank is fine. But would you let gasoline just flow on your floor, slowly flowing next to your child playing with toys? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How does gasoline get No, I would never let I would never let my child play in gasoline. No, you wouldn't because it doesn't belong there. Hmm. <laughs> Pineapples are good. But you wouldn't put pineapples on your pepperoni pizza because it doesn't belong there. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It doesn't belong there, right? And I want you all to think about that. The water is supposed to be in the commode because it serves a purpose, but it has to be contained. It's not supposed to be on the floor. And maybe I've been saying this, it's okay to have a little bit of doubt. It's okay to have a little bit of shame or fear or regret because maybe, that serves a purpose, having a little bit of doubt. Okay, maybe it causes you to slow down. That's fine. Maybe a little bit of regret. Remember I said some regret that of a past choice or whatever. Okay, maybe just a little, some. Maybe that helps, that serves a purpose. Hey, I'm never gonna do that again because I regret that season of my life. Okay, that's good. But if the regret is overflowing everywhere, it's a problem. It's preventing you from doing something, right? And then that problem becomes prevention from your purpose. Mm, That's not even on my notes right now, but maybe you got to write that down. The problem will prevent your purpose. (laughs) But you've got to clean it up. A little bit of doubt, some doubt is okay, but if it's everywhere on the floor, it's a problem. Contain it. It's not supposed to be there. And immediately do the work. Immediately do the work. Immediately go lift someone up. Immediately start, for some of you, serve. You love serving, go serve people. Um, Immediately doing the work. And then when you've done all that you can do, then you've got to call someone. And who do you call? Someone with experience, someone with expertise, Gotta contain it. Immediately tell your doubt no. Now, what is your work? What is your gift? When you see the overflow happening, you get to work. For some of you, you've gotta start writing. For some of you, start drawing, start painting, start serving, start encouraging, start singing, start helping others. Your problems are too big when your purpose is too small. Ooh, ooh, there it is, there it is. Your problems are big when your purpose is small and many of you all have been having a small purpose and that's the problem. That is the problem. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Your problems seem big if your purpose is small. And that was just my intro, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. That was just my intro. This is (laughs) welcome to Some Diggity, Some Doubt, Volume 3. Here we go. Earlier, I said, go back and remember. Now, I didn't freak out when the bathroom was flooded when I came home that Labor Day weekend. Why? Because I remembered. I remembered earlier this same year in February. Do you remember when we had the freeze, the big freeze in Texas? I was home with my mom, and I remember she was getting her water heater replaced. The repairman says, turn on the water faucets in the master bedroom and just let them run because it's the process of, of letting this water filtrate, okay? We're getting the water heater replaced, right? He says, turn on the water faucets in the master bedroom. Cool, check, doing that, they're just running because it's gonna have to circulate, not a problem. She asked me, hey, I'm hungry, will you go get us some lubies? Cool, not a problem. I'm gone, 25 minutes to Luby's. I come back home and when I open the door, there's water all over the living room floor. I have never seen anything similar to this. Never in my life. I've never seen anything. And I had a whole attack, mom, mom, do you, what is mom? Where is everybody? And she's in the other room, doesn't even know it. Now that's the whole speech right there. She's in the other room in the office working away and she doesn't even see that there's water everywhere. It's all on the tile in the living room floor. It's in the hardwood floors in her bedroom. It's on the carpet in her closet and the tile in the bedroom. How did it get this bad? I was only gone 25 minutes and I was freaking out because at the time I was thinking this is really bad. This is really bad and we're gonna have to clean this whole thing up and this is gonna take a long time. I was mad, I was obsessed, I was upset, I was frustrated and yes, because I take everything personally, I was thinking, why did this happen to me? <laughs> Taking things personally is something I'm still working on and I never lie to y'all. That's why you haven't heard a don't take it personally speech from me because I'm still working on that department. <laughs> why is this happening to me, right? But I was looking at the water and I was thinking, how, how does this happen to me? How, how Why is this happening? Now my food is gonna get cold. <laughs> And it was raining that day, pouring rain. I just was rained on going into Luby's, coming out of Luby's, coming back out of the car and I'm drenched and I come home, flooded floors on the inside. Today just sucks. And I was wrestling internally, James, you have to stop worrying and start working. But what about, but what about this? And, and how could this happen? And, and who's, whose fault is this? Who, who, who do I get mad at? Whose fault is this? And why did this happen? And what is the water in the food? And the food's gonna get cold now. James, 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 calm down. Get to work. You can do this, James. You have to do this. Turn off the water in the bathroom, lay down as many towels as you can, move the furniture, do the work. Worry about the rest later, work now, worry later. You might have to write this down. Come on, work now, worry later. And I got into work mode. Put the food down. The food is temporary. You can heat it up or throw it away. You had more money. You can get more food. You wor- worry about things that are inconsequential. Work now. What's crazy is the frustration and the anger, they were still there, but the work, the movement, the responsibility kept it contained and I focused on the task. What I'm saying, friends, is you can be mad all you want, but do the work. You can have your anxiety, you can have your bitterness, you can have your fear, but put it in its place and do the work, keep it contained. Working out of duty kept me from acting out emotionally you've got to write this down I'm, I'm giving it to you i'm giving it to you I'm, i hope that you see it <laughs> working out of duty kept me from acting out emotionally i had those feelings but they didn't control me doing the act cleaning it up doing the work do you see you have to keep it contained and i don't know how this happened i don't know how the ha- i don't know how it overflooded or whose whose issue it was or what happened i don't know i just know that i came home and there was an issue that I needed to solve, but maybe it was to give you a real example for this very episode. But if someone, but if someone said in February, Hey man, this would be really great source material for season three of your podcast. I would have said all kind of cuss words <laughs> because the emotion doesn't let you see the bigger picture. Okay. Okay. Can I say that again? The emotion doesn't let you see the bigger picture. You're too emotional, you are too emotional letting your emotions control you and there's something you're not seeing because of something you're feeling, ooh, there's something that you are not seeing because of something you're feeling and you're going to have to do the work keep it contained. I had to go back and remember what happened to me in February this year and I used that experience to help me months later in September. I didn't plan on it. I didn't know this was going to happen in February. I didn't know what was going to happen in September, but I used what I remembered. Come on. I used what I remembered in February and I allowed it to help me in this experience in September. You have to go back and remember. Recall those times that you wanted to give up and that you didn't. Remember the time you thought your life was over a decade ago and you were still here. Remember the divorce or the season of unemployment. Remember the abuse and then remember how you became a better father than the one you had. Come on, remember what they said about you at work and how you felt, but then also remember that now you are walking in your purpose. Is that just me? Remember all those things that were painful but they did not break you, they did not kill you, they bruised you but they did not beat you. They bruised you, but they did not beat you. You've got to remember. The problem is when you're faced with your doubt, your doubt wants you to forget. Your fear wants to fog your memory, but you've got to go back and remember and you will see. You'll see all those times you made it or made it out or made it over or made it through. I mean, when I look back over my life, I shouldn't even be here, but I am telling you, you are undefeated. Tell your doubt, I remember. Tell your fear, I remember. Tell your shame, oh you want to bring up the past? but I'm still here. I remember too. Shame has no sting. If you still have a pulse, you still have a purpose. I need you to remember. Say it out loud. I remember. No, no, come on. Say it with feeling. I remember. I remember. I remember. I thought I was done with the DWI, but I remember. I remember that my mom had major neck surgery, but she got back up. I remember her traveling and playing tennis and her doing all these things. And I remember the doctor saying this would never be possible, but look at her now. And I T. You to remember, I need you to remember all the times that you thought it wasn't gonna work. I thought I need you to remember all the times it wasn't gonna work out. I remember being unemployed for nine months, staying in the bed for days in LA. I remember having to leave LA, but I remember getting fired, and now look at me fired up. Do you tell? Um, I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm getting fired up now. I remember the judge saying, no man the bank owes you, Mr. Harris. I I remember paying off that debt. I remember. And doubt ain't telling you the whole story. You gotta go back and remember. You got back up. You did get a new job. You were able to find the right person. You were able to get married. You did leave that town. You did change your life. Things did turn around. You did beat that affliction. You did overcome that addiction. I remember. You've got to Shout it out on those times that you feel like giving up. Your gift is saying, get up. <laughs> I remember. I remember. And y'all, I have my own doubts. Even with this podcast. <laughs> there's, there's um, Even with this podcast, I still remember. When I didn't know what I was going to do last year. I remember, remember I remember hating life. I remember wanting to just give up. I remember having thoughts of just, I could just end this all and it would be better for everyone if I didn't, if I didn't exist. I remember having to move home. I remember times where i was almost losing my job. I remember feeling pain and agony. I remember, but I also remember how it feels to inspire other people and someone say, James, I needed to hear that. I remember. Your doubt ain't telling you the whole story. <laughs> you got to go back and remember your origin story. How did you get here? Remind yourself that, yes, you've come a long way. You've been through some things, but you are still here. Your purpose is bigger than your problems. Remember when I said, if you've, gotta, if you've got big problems, your purpose is too small. You've got to make your purpose bigger than your problems. Why are you here? This week, write it down. This week, write it down. All the times that you overcame, even if it was just one time, several times, whatever you can, just write down that one time. And every time you feel that doubt overflowing where it does not belong, contain it, do the work. If you've got to call a professional, call a professional. Share your story with someone else. Maybe your story is what helps inspire somebody else. Maybe your little light is what helps somebody else in their darkness. And you say it's just a little light. That's all you need. That is all you need is a little light. For someone who's in complete darkness, they just need a little light. And that light could be yours. You just got to go back and remember. Hey, thanks for tuning in to 10 Years War. Friends, I hope that message inspired you for your life's assignment. Share this message with someone you're close to. It may be just what helps them make it through. This is Undefeated Speaker. I hope to hear from you soon.